0: And welcome back to Mining Stock Daily. Uh, As promised, we have a corporate update uh, with Brixton Metals today. Happy to be once again welcoming in CEO Gary Thompson. Brixton Metals trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol BBB and also on the OTC QB with BBBXF. Gary, we are following up from the latest news that Brixton published uh, last week, I believe it was, Uh, and the definitive signing of the $44.5 million earn-in agreement for the Hog Heaven project in uh, collaboration with High Power Exploration, otherwise known as HPX, which is led by Chairman and CEO, Mr. Robert Friedland. Big name there. Uh, Gary, congratulations. And really give us kind of the lay of the land of what this joint venture means uh, you know, for Brixton, but also for the project in general.
1: Sure, we will do well. Thanks, uh, Trevor, and and good to be, uh, be on here for an update. Yeah, I mean we're we're pretty excited about this opportunity. You know, if you look at the value of this transaction, it's basically around uh, the market cap of the company, um, which is uh, phenomenal in itself. I think. So you know, the important thing is that uh, this is a you know real asset that just needs uh, a focused attention and and a serious amount of capital. So you know, we're excited to have a world class team like like uh, HPX come in here and and um, you know, really get at this thing and uh, you know the plan for those guys from what I understand is to get in there with their uh, proprietary uh, deep-seeing uh, typhoon uh, geophysical survey which is basically a, a juiced up uh, IP survey that can see quite deep and um, we're excited to see uh, what comes out of that and that's going to really point them into uh, you know the, the phase of drilling which uh, the scope and scale which this project has never seen um and so we're all excited to uh, see what they can pull out of this thing and it's it's really a focus on you know uh battery metals if you will i think that's the real driver here uh, copper and uh and silver and gold i mean we we believe we're seeing pretty high grade silver and, and gold and some copper in the upper part of the system of this this deposit and we believe that uh, based on what we're seeing it's the copper and gold grades tend to improve uh, as we go down into the system and it's really probably a porphyry copper gold system that's driving this thing um you know uh, which is high sulfidation indication at surface uh you know we see multiple styles of mineralization so um yeah we'll see i mean the uh i guess the hope would be that they're in there drilling um sometime later in 2021 that would be um that would be great
0: uh, so this typhoon geophysical surveying technology—it uh, is pretty remarkable what they've uh, been able to see. Some of the data from this, uh, from these tools, uh, will they be sharing that information with you before they share it with the market, Gary?
1: Well, yeah, we—you know—we're working uh, in partnership with uh, with HPX on this, so we're definitely going to be. Uh you know, in in the data as as it comes about, um, you know we're excited to see that. And you know, we did some uh, airborne uh, geophysics as well um, uh, a few years ago now, and it looked pretty uh, looked pretty compelling as well, um, highlighting areas that we were drilling and and some of the previous workings. So you know, it just hasn't seen the uh, hasn't seen the exploration budgets uh, for many many years.
0: Hey. Is this kind of just a small part of a larger exploration kind of strategy for HPX? You know, uh, Mr. Friedland's obviously known throughout the world of going into some of the, uh, well, I guess you say unfavorable parts of the world and jurisdictions, obviously having great success with Ivanhoe in the Congo. Uh, but coming back to the United States and looking for deposits, uh seems a little bit unlike him, actually.
1: Well, no, I would say uh, I would... I don't think so, and what I've been able to uh read into you know how they how they work is that they go they go where the opportunities are and i think they end up in those places because that's where the opportunities are and they're not they're not so concerned about uh geopolitical boundaries uh that you know they they have a solid team that can work with uh you know with locals and and build that uh confidence and and um in trust and and partnership with them if you look at what they're doing in the d r c uh i mean uh, you don't see too many other companies uh accelerating like like they have been in places where a lot of people don't wanna go, so they just end up going there because that's where the opportunity is i think more than more than not
0: well it's it's also a place you know we haven't seen a quite a uh development project in the copper space quite like uh <laughs> that project in the Congo as well. Is pretty yeah, remarkable. pretty
1: pretty remarkable and and phenomenal grade and uh, it's really uh, world class for sure and and I think the interest in the U.S. projects. I uh, know HPX has other other assets that are advancing and developing in the U.S. as well. So my take on it is that they're looking to build a U.S. Uh, based platform, a mining company uh, that will uh, provide uh, these stable uh, uh, projects in. Um, you know, and especially if you look at what's happening in the uh, in the EV world, and I guess we'll call it the electrification uh, movement. Um, you know, silver has the uh, highest electrical conductivity of any metal, so silver is going to be important. If you look at the projections for the demand for um, metals in this electrification movement, uh, the copper and silver, you know, basically all battery metals are are going to be. Uh, we well, basically don't have enough of those metals, so so it's really uh, a <laughs> We need to get at these things uh, quicker than than you might think. Um, it's a bit of a, a bit of a rush to get these projects uh, to the development stage.
0: Uh, can you break down kind of the structure of this JV earn in agreement between Brixton and HPX? This looks like there's a couple stages here uh, with the monetary value to be paid on on each stage.
1: Sure, that's correct. It's a two-stage, eleven-year uh, earning option. So stage one provides for uh, $4.5 these are all U.S. dollars, $4.5 to Brixton over six years and HPX um, shall spend uh, $15 million U.S. to get 51% of the project. They can elect to go to stage two by spending an, an additional uh, $25 million U.S. Uh, would give them a total of 75% interest. And then they will fund the uh, from that stage, assuming that they're going forward, uh, they will fund to a construction decision. And it's it's not a free carry for Brixton, but it's a carry um, by HPX, and there's um, reimbursement of those costs plus interest um, at that stage to maintain our our level of interest. Then we could JV them on a mine development for 25%, uh, 75 pro rata. And if we elect, I guess if we elect not to uh, go down that path, uh, then then there's a dilution factor ultimately down to uh, a couple percent royalty.
0: Uh, other than the kind of the monetary value that is uh, positive for Brixton, I mean, what is bringing in a JV partner for Hog Heaven? How does that help the company kind of open up and, and work in these other projects in your portfolio?
1: Well, look at to the amount of capital to take this project to the development stage. You're probably talking, uh, you know, $100 million is my, my just round number guess. So for Brixton to issue $100 million uh, for stock uh, to do that is, massively dilutive so it's we're taking a lower position in the project but not having to spend that capital and it really frees up not only that part of uh the operation but from a um resources, human resources perspective. You know, as you know Brixton has other projects like Langus that we're drilling right now in Ontario and we're you know, in the next month or so we're gonna be gearing up uh, to get back to Thorn up in, up in B C and then we have another project called Atlin so we've got more than enough on our plate and, you know, the whole strategy for Bristol was to acquire these assets at a reasonably low cost and then look to monetize them in a rising market, which is what we're doing now. I think we're demonstrating to shareholders that, you know, these assets that we're getting have some real value, and now we're starting to see that, uh, I guess, the, starting to bear some fruit from, from our labors in, in the bottom of the market
0: all right so uh you mentioned uh, your other projects of really looking i know you're looking forward to getting back up to the golden triangle onto the thorn project Uh, not quite there yet as it you know still winter up there uh hard (laughs) to access uh but you know langus is obviously accessible year-round uh drilling is underway you know what's the latest from langus and when might we see the next round of drill results
1: yeah we've been busy uh you know with the drill out there they're they're drilling super fast uh basically drilling a hole a day um and uh we've been uh i think we're gonna be pushing seventeen thousand meters or something this fall winter uh program um so we are working on uh a release to get out on on Lagos. we're a little bit behind on that, but uh you know we're gonna have several uh, several news releases between now and the spring out there so you know it's just it's one of those projects you can't get enough drilling in in the ground and you know we may we may need to uh to ramp up our activities uh on this project. Um, or you know, bring in a partner or try and monetize it somehow. I think, you know, if we look at the the scale and scope of the opportunities that that we have, the, I think the big drivers for for Brixton this year is going to be uh, either what comes out of Hog Heaven from uh, HPX, the work they're doing, uh, could be great for us. And also the uh, the budget we have planned for Thorn uh, this year is is uh, will probably be the biggest budget the project's ever seen. We're we're talking in that sort of five to ten million dollar range um so that's i think those two opportunities can generate the uh the biggest uh i guess we'll say could be potentially transformative for the company not to discredit langus because this is a great little high grade asset but it's you know smaller scale um we, we see the potential langus for you know high grade um high margin small scale uh, production there it's 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 produced 10 million ounces uh historically at 25 ounce per ton so you know we look at it like well it's reasonably safe to assume that you could probably get another 10 million at those, those sorts of numbers. But, you know, is it a hundred, is it 200 million? That's, that's a tough, that's a stretch for, for Langus at our, at this stage right now, <clears throat> but not to say that it couldn't be much bigger, but so when you, when you trade off these projects and the scale of the opportunities, right, you've got to, you've got to sort of, um, juggle that, j- you know, juggle those opportunities and, um, yeah, I mean, I think they're all good. They all have their own flavor uh, to them, just maybe different, a different scale and scope, and but also equally uh, e- equally attractive in their own right.
0: All right, Gary. Well, appreciate your time here today. I know you are uh, attending the virtual PDAC, and there's a lot of questions here, specifically in as we continue to see some of this base metal rotation. That's uh, coming in from the, uh, well, I guess what was Precious Metals <laughs> uh, bid, but uh, all good things and uh, best of luck this week. We look forward to catching up with you uh, later this month, perhaps.
1: Very good. Well, enjoy this show, uh, Trevor, and I appreciate the update and we'll, we'll talk soon.
0: Yeah, that's Gary Thompson from to Metals. They trade on the TSX Venture with BBB and also on the OTCQB with BBBXF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice.